My name is Mohammed Jiberu, president of Care Philadelphia. Care Philadelphia is a local chapter of the Council on American Islamic Relations. The organization was created primarily to challenge the negative stereotypes about Muslims that allowed non-Muslim Americans to accept and act upon those narratives. The goal of these conversations is to demonstrate that Muslims are like every other group of Americans. We love our families, our neighbors, and our country. So we plan to host conversations that will always primarily be about the American experience, but from a Muslim perspective. Welcome to Caring and Engaging. So, so like I said, you know, we'll just, we'll just, we'll, we'll reform it and we'll kind of just, um, you know, see how it comes out. So, um, again, so, so, so thank you for, uh, thank you for doing this. Welcome to the inaugural, um, uh, taping or show of caring and engaging. Um, and, you know, for those that are, that are here, um, that they're watching the, or listening to the podcast, I should say, um, you know, uh, Dr. Asif, you know, why don't you, uh, why don't you introduce yourself? Sure. Thanks. Uh, thanks so much, Muhammad. So first of all, thanks for having me and assalamu alaikum. Um, I want to, first of all, uh, thank you for, uh, this collaboration between CARE, uh, Pennsylvania and Engage, uh, Pennsylvania. And, uh, I think it's a great idea for our two organizations, uh, to chat um on a regular basis to 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 uh discuss relevant issues and and discuss particularly where our two spheres cross um as for introducing myself um, um uh, my name is asif ilias um i am chair of uh, engage pennsylvania um i am also professionally um i'm a, a professor uh, at uh, thomas jefferson university i'm a practicing uh, physician, specifically an orthopedic surgeon in the Philadelphia metro area. Um, and and uh, outside of my uh, professional life, this is uh, what I do in my social activism uh, role uh, for our community. And it's an honor to do this. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. And, um, you know, uh, uh, it's, it's thank, thank you for doing it. Um, you know, it, Conversations like 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 this don't get had um, uh, often enough, and uh, you know the, the the two organizations that um, that really help and 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 speak for help speak for Muslims. Um, it, it was really important for us to to come together. Um, mm -hmm. You know, care on the civil rights end, and um, you guys are kind of like you know in the uh, uh, in. in on the field of battle, as, as as Teddy Roosevelt would say, right? You guys are in the arena, <laughs> in the political arena. Um, Indeed. So, Indeed. actually, you know, I think that's a good segue, Mohammed, to just kind of share with folks, kind of, you know, where um, um, our two organizations 
connections cross what we do because sometimes i think there's a little bit of confusion to the lay lay person person uh, and the lay muslim in the community you know what we each do specifically so like you mentioned that care for example uh, focuses on on civil rights and by all means please elaborate on that i can tell you that engage what we do is we as the name goes and first the name is kind of a um a play on words where it means engaging muslims so we took the m from muslims and put it in engage and so we made m gauge and the and fundamentally the goal of the organization is uh american muslims uh grassroots political engagement with the american political process and politics whether you like it or not are very much uh, relevant and impactful to every aspect of life. And Muslims in America have traditionally not been as fully engaged in that um, political process, often to our detriment. And as the saying goes, that, that if you are not on uh, the, at, if you're not at the table, you're on the menu. And uh, so the organization has, you know, made a commitment to, uh, engaging American Muslims in the political process. And, and the way our organization, just as background is set up, is that we have three arms, a, uh, to talk technical terms, C3, C4, and PAC. And this is how the IRS looks at us. So C3, yeah, of course, thank you. So C3, for example, is voter education, voter uh, mobilization. So uh, what we refer to as GOTV, get out the vote efforts whenever there's an election, educating people on, on, on how to vote and, and how to be involved and mobilizing those voters. C4 is policy advocacy. So we look at issues that affect um, issues that are common to all Americans and then some issues that are uh, in particularly relevant to Muslim, American, Muslim Americans and work on those policy issues to drive a more just and tolerant and inclusive uh, policy uh, for our um, position for our legislators and policy leaders to take. And the third arm is PAC work which is political action committee work where we uh, get behind various um, candidates, whether Muslim or not, uh, for, as we pursue office. And, you know, we base this on their core beliefs. And if we feel that their beliefs and their strategies are, are in line with Muslim Americans, then we'll get behind them uh, to help support their candidacy. So C3, C4, and PAC. But again, fundamentally, it's, it's engagement in the uh, American uh, Muslim uh, American political process by American Muslims. Yeah, so so um, thank you for that explanation. Um, whereas on uh, on the care side, you know we are a we are a C three organization, um, and and advocacy is the name of our game. You know, um, protection of civil rights. Um, you know, we we're. I, I want to say the softer side of things, but, uh, you know, but, uh, but, but sometimes protecting people's rights, um, you know, requires a little bit more of a firm hand. Um, but, but, but the, but the difference, uh, the, the fundamental difference in, in, in what we do is that we don't, uh, we don't delve into the arena of politics. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, we're purely an advocate advocacy, um, uh, 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 educational, um, uh, uh, organization. And so, you know, we focus on things like um, we do get out the vote as well. Um, mm -hmm. uh, uh, interfaith is, is something that's really important uh, as, as part of the, of the work that we do. Um, you know, but then also, you know, just kind of 
making sure that trying to get people to understand, you know, Muslims, um, you know, through engagement and through education. Um, and, you know, because ultimately at the end of the day, um, you know, if you fear often arises or most of the time arises from, from, from ignorance, right? You think that someone's a little bit different than you are. Um, you know, they may talk a little funny. Um, you know, they have a funny sounding name. They don't quite look like you. And then, you know, you start to fear them. And, you know, uh, in the arena that you guys play in, you know, trying to get votes, you know, the demagoguery and, and, and uh, Islamophobia is, is, is for some people, you know, a, a, a way to get votes. So, you know, I see us as a, as, as a complement of one another, right? So, you know, where you have the ability to actually kind of get in there, talk to politicians, take sides on issues, um, you know, we, we, we're, we're the other side of the coin. And of course, you guys have a CFU organization as well. And, right. and we have worked together in, in that regard as well. So really my vision for, for this conversation is, is that we will be able to, to, to come to the public, um, you know, with, with both sides of, of, of the thing, you know, uh, uh, both aspects of what we need to push um, the nation in a more tolerant and understanding um, direction vis-a-vis uh, -vis Muslim, Muslim Americans. Indeed, and if I could just add, before we go on, I think that first of all, I think the work that CARE has done in America the past two plus decades has been really integral in establishing our voice in the public arena, in the public sphere. And uh, I think that the far majority of, of engaged supporters are also concurrent CARE supporters. So I think there's a natural, um, you know, um, uh, symbiotic and mutually beneficial uh, um, organizations and strategies to utilize. And indeed, I think that there, inevitably we cross paths because you can talk about advocacy of issues um, and you can't talk about tolerant policies without getting into the political sphere. It's just, it's an inevitability. Um, so that's, I think, where, you know, where, what, what gives us a little bit of um, strategic advantage that this is all we do. This is the area that we're in. And some of the issues that we have are probably not uncommon to yours, and I don't want to get off target is, you know, what is our portfolio and our charge? Often in America, uh, among the Muslim community, there's a demand for a lot of things to be done. Uh, we have to kind of sometimes stay in our lane and focus on where we can and focus on our core expertise. But in terms of this effort, I think this is great in terms of, of having this discussion and expanding the discussion and expanding the understanding of both our organizations, but more importantly, uh, like you said about uh, the American Muslim uh, community to demystify it um, and help people understand what it is, who we are, how diverse we are, um, and, and broad and experience and backgrounds and engagement. Um, and, and, and with that understanding come together more so. Inshallah, inshallah. Um, um, so let's see. I mean, I guess, so, so, so let, let me go. Um, and, and, uh, so tell me about yourself and your, and your relationship to, to the Muslim community. Uh, in terms of myself, um, Muhammad, um, you know, I'm I'm second generation American. Um, I'm born and raised in America. My parents are from India originally. 
My parents immigrated in the 70s. I was born in Maryland when my dad and mom were living down there. My dad's an engineer. He used to work for NASA. And then I grew up mostly in the, in the Lehigh Valley, which is uh, uh, a large area in Pennsylvania, north of Philadelphia by about an hour, um, and pretty much grew up there entirely from, from kindergarten through, through my college education, lived there. Um, so I consider myself pretty much a lifetime Pennsylvanian with the minus four years of my infancy toddler years, which I don't remember well, and then a short stint in Boston during my training, I'm, I consider myself uh, a Pennsylvanian um, through did and through. Question, through uh, did, you get the, did you get the question, where are you really from a lot? Oh, indeed. I get that all the time. And actually, it's a funny it's funny story about that is my, my assistant, who I've worked with many years, uh, Jennifer, who's just a wonderful person, she it's a lot of a lot of my patients will come to her and say where's dr Elias from and um and she'll say she'll say allentown and and she does that kind of facetiously because she knows that's not what they're asking <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she knows that's not what they're asking um but I, that doesn't bother me at all i think i don't find any i don't take any um, any offense to people wanting to know what, what my background is or what my ethnicity is. We obviously look a little different than the, the average American and our names are different, but, um, in terms of our, you know, especially when you become a second generation later, I think your ability to articulate, um, and understand American cultures is, is bar none. And frankly, with the level of education that we, mashallah, American Muslims have, I think we can, we can hold our own in any, in any sphere, uh, frankly. But grew up there, and then I spent some time in the in what's called the Wyoming Valley for college up north, and then now I'm in the Delaware Valley area, in the Philadelphia area. You know, I got involved in the in the um, uh, Muslim um, community on a on an, at a at an active basis, really through the mentorship of my parents. My parents were were active members of uh, the Muslim community in the Lehigh Valley, uh, growing up in that household, um, seeing subconsciously the importance of that and the commitment to that I realized that is important for us to continue to do. And they felt, uh, interestingly that, well, let me take a step back. You know, I noticed in the first generation of, of Muslim parents that I interacted with, they were really concerned about establishing Islam in America for their children. And they put a lot of energy in establishing, uh, mosques, massages, Islamic schools across America. I would say in the seventies and eighties, that was a very common effort, you'd hear constantly mosques being raised and money being raised for them. At second generation now, I've seen a movement away from that. Not that it's not needed, but I think a lot of work has been done to some extent, or at least a, a significant extent. And now it's about establishing organizations that are going to support Muslim Americans. And that's, I think, Muhammad, where you and I come in, is recognizing that it's going to take more than masjids and uh, Islamic centers for us to for uh, for this for America to be welcoming and embracing for our children, uh, second and third generation Americans, for them to feel that they can be a proud Muslim American and not have to compromise their belief while also being a proud American at the same time. And I think it takes this work that we're doing, and and that's how I see the engagement of myself in the in the American Muslim world is uh, what can I do in America to help fellow Muslims and my children. So when it's well beyond us, they can practice happily and freely and comfortably in, in this great land. And the interesting thing about, um, you, you kind of touched on this a little earlier, that um, you know, Muslim Americans are, are, really a, are really a mosaic, right? 
So, you know, um, the Muslim, the Muslim community worldwide is so broad and diverse. Um, and, you know, the best, uh, the best articulation of that, I think, was, was in Malcolm X's biography, you know, and, and it's a really interesting, you know, shift about how he came to, you know, embrace, embrace uh, 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 actual Islam, you know, uh, his trip to, to, to Mecca, where he saw, you know, every single color of human being that there was on earth. And, you know, they were all, they were all there. Um, they were all Muslim. And, you know, the, the American Muslim experience is, is very much the same, right? Um, so obviously there are the, Muslims who are, who are recently arrived. Um, and then there are Muslims who have been here for, you know, for generations, um, you know, primarily African-Americans. But, um, but I think that there were also, um, you know, people who emigrated, not so much because of the immigration laws uh, were restricted, but there were some. You know, people who who immigrated and um, as Muslims, um, you know, prior to the to the '60s, when when the 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 the, the larger influx of immigration um, occurred, um, and so you know, us getting to know each other as well, you know, within the 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 diversity of Islam in America is also something that's that I think is 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 also going to be pretty interesting. I would add to that that, first of all, for anyone who hasn't read Alex Haley's uh, autobiography of Malcolm X, it's a must read. Um, it's a it's an unbelievable book and an unbelievable person and gives great insight into both the African-American experience in America, as well as the Muslim American experience in America. So I think it's a must read. And I've actually had my my high school senior read that book as well. And you know how it's hard to make those guys do anything at that age. But but um, uh, I entirely agree. And I think that, you know, if you look at our community, a uh, community of Muslim Americans, I think that is both our biggest challenge and biggest opportunity is I don't think we have really harnessed, um, to use your word, the mosaic of, of Muslims across America properly. I think for, to some extent, we're still in our uh, enclaves, if you will, and interacting in our enclaves. And part of that's human nature, to be fair, I think. Part of it is just we we all tend to, um, you know, coalesce around people of common experiences and common backgrounds and common languages and common cultures and and what have you. But I think that um, for us to really harness our power in this country, particularly in the in the political sphere, we have to um, build alliances uh, across the different subcultures of Muslim Americans, um, and that starts with just an understanding of each other. Um, it starts with, um, um, firstly, a, a step of good faith in each other's uh, uh, well-being and recognize that they're not trying to one-up one or the other um, and take advantage of one or the other. And frankly, I, I'm, I'm quite impressed generally uh, by the Muslim American efforts um, uh, across the country through different organizations such as uh, CARE and Engage and others who are trying to build those bridges, recognizing that our real success lies when we can unite hands for our common goods. Because frankly, for most advocacy issues, we're pretty much on the same page, uh, the far, far majority of it. And I think that if we can harness that, that's going to be the ticket for us. Well, I mean, it's, uh, you know, it, you talked, you know, you talked a little bit about about your history. And, and my story is that I'm actually um, uh, uh, I was born. I was born um, in Nigeria, and um, I was born Muslim. 
um, but but spent most of my time outside of Nigeria and and didn't live there much. Um, but what I, you know, what I, you know, as a as a young Muslim, you know, um, you know, it was interesting for me to kind of, um, you know, go to Sunday school, listen to what was being taught, and um, you know, I would notice the 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 incongruence between what was being taught and the way that people would act, and that was always kind of something that kind of sat with me. Um, and, and I like to, you know, I, I fondly remember that, that I was a nominal Muslim, you know, until I actually came to America, um, and, and actually went to a, a, a mosque, um, an African-American masjid that was, uh, uh, uh that, that, that followed W. Muhammad. Mm. And it was an interesting experience because I remember, I remember going into the into that masjid and thinking, oh, my God, you know, all of the teachings that I've been taught about, you know, um, Islam um, and how you're supposed to treat people and how you're supposed to be kind. You know, here it was in the pulpit in the sermon and, and a group of people actually trying to, you know, to carry that out. And the interesting thing about that is, you know, the the more that I learned about that community, um, which is the community that I'm part of now. Um, is that, you know, uh, uh, the history is that they actually left the nation of Islam, you know, in search for, you know, Sunni Islam, you know, directly from the Quran, right? So it was, it's, it's an interesting experience that, um, you know, that, that they, that they, that they want to live, you know, the teachings, um, somewhat unencumbered by, by 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 a legacy and a desire to kind of you know just dive into the book and and try to live it and and the sunnah of the prophet so you know when we talk about you know the mosaic of 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 islam you know one of the things that i always think about is the is the prophet's last sermon right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in which he deals with this idea of of division amongst um amongst peoples um and he warned us. He warned yeah. us. And 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 you know, the beauty of our faith and 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 the example of our prophet is something that I've just you know kind of um, that I've come to love and 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 cherish and you know uh, with my work at care and my dealings with with people on a daily basis, um, you know, it's just something that I. Um, that I enjoy talking about and, 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 um, to use a, a, a gospel term, you know, witnessing. <laughs> yeah, no, it's exactly, it's exactly right term of that. You bear witness every day. So, um, uh, yeah, you bear witness every day by just speaking to it and, and leading your life, uh, in the Islamic way. And, and, and you're bearing witness to that, you know, just to add two things to that. One is, um, what you said, I think, is not an uncommon experience for um, Muslims immigrating to this country. I've heard my dad say that many times growing up. He was, I like that term you use, a nominal Muslim. Many of us are are Muslims, you know, by culture and faith, culture and family, right? You're born into it. And I remember my dad saying the same thing. Is He said it wasn't until he came to this country he realized that um, he, he turned to his faith to um, help him understand, help him um establish himself help him help him uh establish his family 
uh, and then he had to bear witness to it uh, in, a, in a foreign land, uh, how to be Muslim uh, there. So um, that's, that's, I think, something that's not unique to any one person. I think many people get to that point, and sometimes it's accelerated based on um, something as significant as immigrating to a new land like America, and you have to kind of decide. But if I can add one thing, uh, Muhammad, is that, you know, what's interesting to me uh, engaged in the political process is that oftentimes piety in Islam is considered contradictory to politics. Mm. And um, you, you, you mentioned, you know, uh, the prophet, uh, peace be upon him, uh, last sermon, and uh, the, the prophet uh, was a skilled politician. And he knew how to, to navigate parties uh, and advocate for his people. And I think that one of the things that we're challenged with uh, in, in the political sphere is um, letting people know that even the politics can be uncomfortable, and I'll be the first one to admit that. Um, it's a necessary, uh, and forgive this term, a necessary evil sometimes uh, to do in order to advance uh, our necessary jihad. <laughs> And struggle. Right, right to advance our um you know our 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 our, our needs to for uh, a safe and just society to society to practice islam here and for the future um and but there as mentioned there's a number of challenges that one is that the conflict with piety uh, unfortunately a lot of folks feel that that there's a contradiction there the other thing i think that if i can just say is that there's some natural collaborative opportunities uh, in in the political sphere. And one is what we're doing here, but there's other organizations that we often have the opportunity to collaborate with because there's opportunities where there's common ground. And I think there's nothing wrong with, with folks to hold hands across interfaith as well uh, to advance um, a more just and open society as well. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, uh, uh, not, to, not, not, to, not to get into a sermon, but, um, you know, one of the things that I've always found found striking is the is the general belief that well actually we had a we we actually did have a candidate that actually said it that um that islam is 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 incompatible with 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 american values and you know what i would argue is that the islam that i know is nothing but congruent you know with 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 american values um you know do we do do we as muslims you know, um, live live our Islam the way perfectly the way that, that we should definitely not. You know, but the idea that you're supposed to be kind and you're supposed to be thoughtful um, and that you're supposed to get along with people. Um, you know, the example of our prophet is one. You know, of of the city that he lived in. You know, after he fled Mecca, was that he was so beloved and so trusted that he was the you know he was the uh, he was the counselor of all the all the different tribes that were there. And so, you know, um, you know, this idea that 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 Islam is 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 inconsistent or in, is incongruous with 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 American values and American life is is nothing but but ignorance. I would I would I would um, uh, if I might be so bold to say. And and part of our job, you know, is 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 to introduce folks to 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 Muslims. And and just kind of hey listen you know we're we're Muslims like you know we're we're Americans like everybody else you know we love our families <laughs> we want to feed our families you know want to make an honest living um, and and want to and, and want to be supportive of 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 our country 
Um, and so, you know, I think that I, I couldn't agree more. I think that unfortunately that is um, a common misconception. Um, and that's our challenge, both as our organization, such as Karen Engage, and also uh, our challenge as a community in America, a growing community in America, to dispel that inaccurate uh, concept, uh, that conception. Um, and I, I very much believe that you know our uh, our faith dynamics are extremely congruent with uh, with America. And moreover, our 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 personal goals, as you mentioned, of, of raising our families and and emphasizing education and, and lifting up our community um, and supporting one another is extremely congruent with America. And but we need to demonstrate that through action. Absolutely. Uh, um, and 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 also demonstrate and highlight the so many positive things, the so many great things that you do with your not just your work with with care, but also in your professional life and in your personal life. Um, and highlight the other folks around us that are doing amazing work all the time that don't necessarily get the attention. I just heard, learned recently that the that the um, the inventors of the of this COVID vaccine that Pfizer is using that's going to be the first vaccine out that's going to help millions and millions of people where it was developed by two 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 Muslim uh, scientists. You know that often doesn't get the attention that it deserves. But imagine how many lives their work is going to touch. It's just one tiny example of the impact that Muslims do. Um, that is that shows that is nothing but congruent with American values and world values. Yeah. So, but that's our charge. That's our challenge. Yeah. So, so, um, um, uh, 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 so, so, tell me what you think that our biggest challenge is. Um, yeah, I think it, to me it's quite simple. I think that we touched on one part of it. One is harnessing um, the 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 strength of our diverse. Uh, American Muslim community, so or or the mosaic, as you said, very elegantly. Um, I think that's one of our um, challenges and opportunities. And then the other big challenge is is um, uh, avoiding infighting. And unfortunately, I don't know if it's a cultural thing or what have you, but uh, but it, we have a tendency as Muslim Americans to do some infighting. Um, be it on issues of faith, interpretation of faith, interpretation of teachings, um, you know, in terms of priorities, um, in terms of, you know, who's in charge, you know, uh, authority, etc. Um, that's always, that, that's often our Achilles heel. There isn't, I, I hate to say, it, but probably a, 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 a masjid across the country that hasn't had some element of, of those type of struggles that are um, uh, illustrative of the broader struggle. And I think it's important that we remember that, that everyone's working towards the common good. Yeah. Uh, and not every organization is going to get it right. We, we far from get it right. We make a lot of mistakes. Um, we struggle with, you know, trying to do as best we can. Um, all of these Muslim American organizations like, like Karen Engage are, uh, are underfunded, overworked. Uh, the challenges at hand are too great. Um, and one of the things that I, I, I say all the time to, to folks who get upset that we're not doing enough about one issue or another is, <clears throat> is I say to them, um, you know, look at other organizations, what they can do. Why can't you do that? And I tell them, listen, those organizations took decades to get to where they are and they are funded uh, at, a, at a much higher clip than we are. And listen, we're, we're both adults here. We're both professionals here. We know that money is needed to run organizations, right? And right now in America, most 
um, Muslim American organization are still run predominantly through volunteer work. And until we can professionalize these operations, just like when you go to work, you expect a certain level of professionalism. You have administrators and admins and resources and, you know, and tech support and comm support and everything else. Suddenly when we do our, our um, social activism work, we're like, well, just do it on your, in your free time. And you do this, you do that. No, I can't give you any money. I don't have any money for that or yada, yada, yada. I think that Muslim Americans have to recognize that, um, that it's going to take more than um, the volunteer time of a few. It's going to take a lot of uh, money, frankly, to be quite blunt about it, to build out the organizations needed to be impactful. It's going to take time um, and patience to build those organizations out. And when I look at all of our organizations, be yours and mine and others right now, uh, and this is not a criticism, this is just a blunt um, assessment. They're all underfunded and they're all understaffed and they're all frankly overwhelmed. And um, I'll just make one last example. One of the issues that we have um, as just an example is that we're trying to focus on American Muslim engagement in American, the American arena um, the American political arena, but whenever there's an issue overseas and, and pick your issues, there's no shortage of, of atrocities affecting Muslims around the world. Um, we're, we're asked to act on that. And it's not that we don't want to, or we, we're not interested in it. There's only so much bandwidth and, and, and you have to have a certain portfolio that you're going to commit to. You have certain, uh, core expertise, um, you know, using my own world as an orthopedic surgeon, I'm not going to try to be a cardiologist on the weekends. I'm just not going to do that. Um, even though I might've learned about the heart and med school, it doesn't make sense. So that's kind of the issue. I think right now to, to the next level is our organizations need a lot of development and support by, uh, our, you know, our community to get them to where they need to be. But I also think that, um, again, kind of, you know, uh, going back to talking about about this partnership that we're that we're uh, 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 this collaboration that we're doing, you know, um, I was I was reading something about um, starting a not for profit um, some time back, and you know there were things that you were that you're supposed to think about, and one of the points on 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 the piece that I was reading was say, you know, if there's a cause that you believe in and that you want to start an organization for it, you know, well. Only start the organization if, if there's not somebody already doing that, right? So if there's somebody already somebody doing that and usually doing it well, you know, contribute your resources to that to that organization. And so you know there will be things that people will come to us and say, you know, well, can't you do something about this? And you know, I can say, you know what, um, that's M Gage's, you know, um, uh, wheelhouse. You know, let me give Dr. Um, Asif a call, and you know. Um, they can do that. And in the same, in the same breath, you know, so if we're, if we're collaborating, right, then the resources that we do get, you know, we can, we can make them go a little further um, than, you know, rather than, like you said, trying to, trying to play in every single um, arena when, when you're not necessarily equipped to do that. And, and that's going to be an educational process as well. Um, I totally agree. Um, let's see, what do we have? Uh, so let me, let me ask you a question. I should ask you a question. 
I think I asked you one of my questions. Uh, so, uh, Mohammed, let me ask you a question. So, uh, what do you see as uh, we? I talked. I gave you my perspective, but I'm curious what you think. What do you see as both the greatest challenge and greatest opportunity for the Muslim American community? Um. So, 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 what I what I see as the as as the greatest challenge. Um, is 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 a common challenge that I think that people just have in general. Um, the greatest challenge, in my opinion, for the great for for the Muslim community in America, is is really just to is really just to educate folks and say, you know what, we're just like you, right? Mm. But that's uh, but but that's a human problem, right? Because <laughs> because even if we weren't Muslim, we'd would we'd still have that problem. But but mm -hmm. but the idea that, that 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 Muslim, you know, you could be um, you could be white, blue haired, blonde haired. And if you showed up to, you know, to 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 uh, to uh, to an event and your name was Ibrahim Abdul Rahim. Right. Just because of the of the look and the name, you know, there would there would begin to be some questions asked to, OK, well, you know. You look like this, but this is your name. So, you know, what's what's your story? And while that's that's a that's a that can be a good thing, you know, it's the it's the underlying assumptions that come with that that are that are of concern. You know, um, if they're benign questions like, oh well, you know, um, you know, how did you become Muslim? What attracted you to the faith and all of those things? Um, that's great, but there are a certain set of assumptions that are built into the American experience. As to you know what what and who a Muslim is, and again that is where you know you guys as as M gauge, you know being on the political side of things, um, you know can have 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 some uh, uh, have some impact in the political sphere, you know uh, you know putting pressure on well we can put pressure on 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 um, on 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 people who. Who articulate views that are antithetical to Islam, you know, but you can actually support people who are, <laughs> you know, who are who are sympathetic to Islam, and so you know the the acceptance of of Muslims and and into the into the American um, collage or 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 um, uh, 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 what's what's the cloth that you kind of um, quilt yeah the, the quilts yeah into the American quilt is, is, is what I think our greatest challenge is. Um, our, the, on, on the flip side though, the greatest opportunity I think is, is again, you know, um, when, you, when you get to know Islam, um, when you take a look at Islam and, and you do so sincerely, I, I think it's a pretty difficult faith not to, you know, it's pretty difficult not to fall in love with it, right? Um, you know, uh, just the courtesies and the and the responsibilities, you know, um, and and the obligations of one 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 human to another, um, you know, whether you're Muslim or not, <laughs> right? Um, and so, you know the opportunity is is for us to be able to share that with 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 our um with people that we deal with on on a regular basis 
Um, and you know, if you if you work with me or if you spend any time with me, um, you know, um, there are two things that you'll <laughs> there are two things that you'll find out about me. You'll find out that I'm Nigerian because I'm always you know quoting Nigerian proverbs, um, and you'll know that I'm Muslim. <laughs> you know, um, and so you know, it, 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 it our faith is just it's just such a beautiful, beautiful faith. And, and there's just such a huge opportunity to just kind of, you know, live with people and share it with folks. Um, and, 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 you know, it, it's one person at a time. <laughs> it's one person at a time. What, what are the best, um, what are the best ways I've, I've been, I've been told by many to, to share Islam with uh, with our 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 friends and community members and and um, people around us in general is, is to just let them know you're Muslim and then let your behavior and actions um, speak for uh, speak for itself in terms of being reflective um, of the characters uh, the character of a Muslim as the Prophet peace be upon him had had articulated and, and that and that work will be done for itself more than having to to proselytize. Uh, at all, and and I, I believe that's a, that's a smart strategy that anybody um, can 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 do just like you do so elegantly. Um, and and just to speak to one thing that you mentioned on the political side, um, you know, one of the big things for us as Muslim Americans is that normalization uh, that you mentioned, um, so that um, we have so often been um, kind of the, uh, the uh, the boogeyman in, in the political arena, um, and I'm being I'm being nice about it. There's there's much worse that we've been we have been uh, described as in the political arena, but I'll say that that um, that doing the political work now for many years, if you genuinely engage with politicians um, and talk with them and 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 educate them um, about your faith, educate them about your community in America. They're quite receptive as, as, as a bad reputation sometimes politicians get. I do generally feel that they do very hard work and, um, it's, and it's not easy to serve in the public arena. And uh, they, their fundamental currency is the exchange of ideas and, and talking with people. And if you engage them in that, in that arena, in an open and, and honest way, but also speaking their language and understanding what their priorities are, they will listen and they will then in turn um, take that to their uh, legislative bodies. And we're seeing that. We're seeing, you know, the, the, all the work that we did against the Muslim ban uh, for years um, when, when that came to be, unfortunately, about four years ago, um, has been effective. Uh, in its imminent um, termination coming up in the next few weeks, one of the things that the president-elect said he would do on, on day one is eliminate that. That was a lot of work to, to get to that point, and, and, and a lot of doors knocked, a lot of conversations had. And that's just one of many examples of things that we have, have been able to do. But it took real engagement, and our politicians are willing to talk to us and, and listen to us. But again, it still requires us uh, to be a savvy participant in the political process. Um, and like any relationship, there's a little bit of give and take, and we have to learn how to do that effectively. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, you know, just, um, I, I, serve in the, I serve in the Navy Reserves. And, um, you know, one of the, 
one of the really sincere uh, interactions that I've had is, is, is with a colleague of mine. Um, and, you know, one weekend a month, um, you know, we'd, we'd usually find probably like about an hour while we were at lunch and, you know, um, you know, and we would just, and we would just talk and find out about each other. Right. Um, and, you know, he would, he would ask about Islam, you know, he'd ask about, you know, um, African-American issues. Um, and, and like you said, when you really take the time to just engage people as people, um, you know, you get, you know, you, you, there's an exchange that happens and there's a demystification um, that occurs. Um, and again, that too was the, you know, was the, was the, was the example of our prophet, you know, patience, you know, um, you know, in, in, in all things. And, you know, we could certainly all uh, do a lot more, um, be a lot more patient, but, um, you know, uh, uh, engagement, like you said, is, is just, is, is absolutely key. Um, let's see. And so, I mean, I think, I think you kind of spoke to, to the role that, um, that engage um, uh, 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 plays in the conversation uh, and the greater Muslim American conversation. Um, you know, but if you want to, you know, add to that, that's certainly, that's certainly fine. Sure. In terms of, uh, in terms of uh, engage and going forward, you know, one of the things that we're going to try to do is continue to um, grow the organization um, across the country you know, like CARE, CARE started in certain parts of the country and has expanded uh, to many states and many areas. Similarly, we want to do the same because politics is, uh, they always say the term politics is local, right? So the, po the political sphere that most folks pay attention to is at the what's going on in Washington, D.C., myself included. Um, that is the most impactful, the most resonant, the most evident. But there's, there's politics occurring at your state level, at your county level, at your township level, at your school board level. And what we're hoping to do that in time, again, with time, with money, with infrastructure, with development, we can then grow a presence uh, across the country to be able to um, connect with, uh, with Muslim American voters, mobilize them, engage them, connect with um, our policymakers at every level so that they know that they have a resource in, in an organization to work with as well as a, an organization that will will knock on their door if they're saying things that are, you know, contradictory to American values and Muslim values uh, as well, so that people know that they can't say that without, you know, hearing something in return and feeling something in return, um, and and then and, and then just growing that influence over time. It is going to take time, but I can tell you, in just the past few years, um, we have made enormous strides in terms of um, being at the table as a, as a, as a community um, to be listened to, to be respected uh, and um, to, to participate in this process. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, you know, as for, as, 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 as for care, you know, we've been, at, we've been at it a little bit longer. So, you know, we kind of sort of have our sea legs a little bit, um, but, um, you know, the, you know, interfaith is, 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 is a big thing for us. Um, mm -hmm. You know, making sure that we engage people of all faiths, um, you know, our Jewish brothers and sisters and our um, uh, 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 Christian brothers and sisters, 
And um, you know, even in 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 Pennsylvania, what we've you know we've we've tried to engage, you know, our, our Sikh brothers and sisters, um, Buddhist brothers and sisters as well, because you know, um, we it is incumbent upon us to talk to everyone, right? Yes. Um, you know, uh, there is, you know, we can we can we can think about the silo of of American Muslims. You know, but at the end of the day, you know, Islamophobia doesn't necessarily doesn't affect just Muslims. You know, um, there are there are many stories of 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 Sikh uh, people of the Sikh religion that have been targeted because the attacker thought that they were <laughs> they were Muslim, right? And so, yep. you know, engaging them um, in a conversation and and building coalitions, you know, with that regard, you know is 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 how we can be helpful and how we've tried to be helpful in 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 the conversation and 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 being unifiers um you know we will speak up when obviously when something is wrong and like you said you know banging on doors when um uh, uh, uh when things are said that are that are inconsistent with with uh with american values which 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 are are, are muslim values um, there's no, there's no daylight between the two. I would, I would, I would argue, um, and so you know, just you know, our goal is to continue to do, you know, what we've, what, what, what we've been doing, but again, speaking to your, um, to your point, um, these things require funding, right? So, um, you know, we can't take, we can't take every uh, discrimination case that we, uh, uh, that we that we get or you know um are there communities that aren't aware of the fact that they have a resource right it takes money for us to reach them and to and to engage them so you know our role is to is to continue to advocate to continue to um you know push for integration and to continue to to engage our brothers and sisters in in conversation about uh, the, the the muslim american experience just just to piggyback on that regard on the part about interfaith discussion work. I think that's some of the most integral work that you're doing because uh, interfaith work um, is, is the ultimate coalition. Uh, obviously we talked about building uh, the, the, the Muslim voice across America, but the interfaith voice is amongst the strongest voices to be had. And there's not a lot of disparity between uh, the, the major faiths in terms of their priorities for tolerance, for justice, for um, uh, freedom to practice freely um, and to raise their children in the value structures that they want. And when we look at some of the issues such as Islamophobia, which is one of the major issues that we try to deal with um, in the political world, some of our strongest champions have been other interfaith groups, other faith groups who've said that's wrong. What to, to talk about Muslims that way um, is wrong. And, um, and, and I think that we need to embrace that, that our common purpose of fighting for uh, uh, our ability to practice freely. And when there's injustice on one, one faith group in America, I think all other faith groups need to stand up with them and say, uh, that's wrong. And that makes us all stronger uh, when we do that, when we do that. And, and that, rises, that, that rises all ships. And uh, and shout out to our um, executive director, who is a who is a who is a practicing um, uh, 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 Jewish person, uh, Jacob Bender, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, Jacob is just, uh, he, he's an absolute gem. Um, and, you know, being the executive, <laughs> being the executive director of, 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 of a Muslim civil rights organization, um, you know, at first glance would seem, again, we've, I've been using that word a lot this evening, incongruous, but, um, you know, when, when the goal is justice, you know, it doesn't really matter who the person that's speaking it is, you know, um, you're, you're all headed towards the same thing. So um, we're, we're, we're proud to have Jacob and, you know, we're proud to have those conversations and, uh, you know, good Lord willing, we'll continue, we'll continue to do that. Indeed, I, 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 Jacob is an absolute gem for all of us and, and, and a resource and friend to all of us. And, and we're lucky to have him in our community. Um, um, let me let me let me ask you to kind of set the stage going forward here, uh, Muhammad, with uh, with this podcast series. Uh, so, firstly, thank thank you for the opportunity to collaborate between Engage and Care uh, with this podcast series. Um, and um, um, tell us tell me your thoughts and share with everyone your thoughts of how uh, wh- how you see this podcast going and how we can continue this collaboration. Well, so so you and I um, thank thank you so much for your for your partnership and your hard work and um, you know all that you guys do. Um, you know, you guys are a, uh, 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 you, you certainly fill a void that the, that that the American community was needing. And um, you know, uh, good Lord willing, you guys will be successful and you'll grow. And um, you know, uh, uh, having engage, um, you know, on 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 the national stage will be just like having any of the other organizations that we're well aware of. Um, as far as as far as where we where we go with with the podcast, um, you know, the idea is that um you know henceforth we will we'll have these conversations like you and i uh, have just had with 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 uh with the political leaders in our communities um and and begin to engage them and my hope is that um you know that that, that we'll do that from both sides of the aisle right um you know uh i can't remember who i heard it from but but i once heard somebody say that uh you know, um, your friends are not the ones that you need to make peace with, right? <laughs> um, mm-hmm. So, you know, or, or, or preaching to the choir. If all you're talking to is the people that agree with you, then you're not really making much progress because, you know, they've already bought into the argument. But the challenge, again, you know, to, 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 to double back to the, to the, to the example of the, of the prophet, you know, is to engage with those people who haven't, um, you know, who haven't heard the message or who disagree with you or, and and what I've often found is that is that disagreements that we tend to have as people um, are are less often disagreements more than they are misunderstandings, right? Um, you know, you may have somebody who has a misperception of of Islam, right? And it may take a while for them to actually get to understand where you're coming from. But ultimately, you know, engaging folks in conversation, like you had said earlier on, is really the the crux of the matter. And so, um, you know, the hope is that we will be be able to engage our leaders with 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 your help and and have conversations like this um, going forth, and um, you know, just uh, continue to, to 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 grow the collaboration and the and the partnership. Inshallah, inshallah, I'm looking forward to the opportunity and the ongoing discussion. So, thank you.
Thank you so much. And um, salamu alaikum.